Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 70, the one where we talk about more than just Link's butt. No. It's an hour long of just Link's hour butt. Hour long about Link, the history of Link's butt, the, the timeline, if you will, of Link's butt, how it diverges after Ocarina Time. There are three timelines of Link's butt. Did you know that Breath of the Wild's butt uh, isn't in any of the timelines. Yeah, I was wondering where it's, it's a, Breath of the Wild, Link's butt in Breath of the Wild is its own timeline. I was wondering where that fit, uh, not just his butt, but the game in general. Fit. My in the personal timeline. theory is that Link's butt in Ocarina, I mean, in Breath of the Wild, is the same butt from some of the other ones. I think the Ocarina butt uh, timeline. Just a hundred years later, I think because the time after Ocarina, the timeline splits into three paths. What are the three paths? I'm not well versed in, um, in Link's, but it's it's actually timeline. really dumb. Um, Link goes back to the past um, and grows up like a normal person. Timeline one, timeline two is Link stays in the future as an adult, and time progresses from there. Timeline three is Link dies in the middle of Ocarina of Time, trying to be Ganon, and then there's a third timeline from there my theory is that um they all converge at some point to breath of the wild which takes place i think that makes a lot more sense yeah i think that makes a lot of sense but i was talking specifically about links but right. hello mid game fred with the five dollar super chat i'm getting you guys new oreos flavor hold off on getting okay all right a new one uh was was there a new one announced i think there was i, I feel like there was i feel like every week there's a new better not Oreo be lying flavor. to us fred but thank you for the yeah. super chat um he, he reminds me i forgot to go to the p.o box today we do have stuff thunder god hello don't hashtag in the chat <laughs> thunder goku what's will's obsession with butts it's his it's mine i love butts <laughs> more of a boob guy game beard and boarded played uh played some bomberman with him nice Darlo, Comboy, and we played some Bomberman and Mario Kart 64. And if you don't follow me on Twitter or or have those little uh, that bell checked on YouTube, then you get left out of all that fun stuff. Sorry, we had a lot of fun <laughs> playing together. Uh, Doc, hello everybody. There's not a lot to talk about. That's why we're talking about Link's butt. I found some things to talk about. Most of them actually about comic books for once. Well, before you get to that, mm-hmm. um, actually no, just go right into that because right. it's uh. It's free comic book day. Yes, this Saturday, the first Saturday in May, is free comic book day. That is when your local comic book store just gives out some free comics uh, for you to enjoy and to read and to try and entice the elusive new readers into their stores. And also children who may want to start reading comics for the first time. I put it in the key. Oh, it's here, baby. All right. So as you can see on screen, the way they do it is there are two types of comics you can get. The gold comics and the silver comics. That's just like... How they how the stores buy them? Zelda, yeah. Um, what was it? Viz Media, Legend of Zelda, Twilight, uh, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time bundle thing. I think. Um, uh, yeah. So you have you have that. You have. I've uh, seen the art from this. It is it is very yeah, pretty. You got that. Um, Archie is re-releasing Betty and Veronica number one. Um, Marvel is releasing uh, it's a Secret Empire. Uh, number one sampler, along with a sampler for their upcoming Spectacular Spider-Man series. Um, and DC is putting out a Wonder Woman special, which I believe contains the first chapter of Wonder Woman Year One from Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott, which is excellent. You should definitely check that out. You're leaving out Avatar. Oh, how can I forget? It's only the <laughs> best movie ever. 
Um, so yeah, there's that, and there's also uh, the silver tier. You have new Guardians of the Galaxy. You have uh, 2000 AD for our British viewers. Uh, you have Why Barbie. Is that a British thing. 2000 AD is where uh, Judge Dredd started, and that's a like the biggest comic in England. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's yep. like their action comics. Yes, it's the it's actually in terms of numbering, it's the longest running comic. Ever. It started later than action, but it's already in like I think issue two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Two thousand AD only just started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Um, I'll put I'll put the link in the chat so you can browse it for yourself. Free Comic Book Day is awesome. Uh, I love going. Uh, I go and I don't just get the free comics. I go and I actually buy something from the comic book store as well because I think a lot of people. Uh, seem to forget that this is supposed to also meant to drum up business for local comic book stores, which unfortunately die at an alarming rate every year. Um, now, your, your little comic book shop will most likely have sales and stuff, or they might even do some things where you can get more free comics if you buy something. Um, so make sure, if you go out on free comic book day, buy something from the store, support your local comic book store, um, and if you're new to the comics and this is your first time, maybe... Go back next week and get something else. Now, sometimes, like DC or Marvel, they'll have big comics like a Justice League that yeah. will get that they'll try really hard to get people into comics because yes. they're giving out a free comic. Yes. What is that for this? What is their big um, comic that they're giving out? Well, it looks like in terms of DC, it's the the Wonder Woman uh, reprints, the Wonder Woman number one special, because you know Wonder Woman comes out a month later. Right. Um, Marvel Secret Empire. They're really drumming that up, even though everybody freaking hates it. Um, and then every, everyone else, um, they usually just take the time to, just, you know, just introduce you, introduce you to all these other publishers because you don't know them as well as Marvel and DC, probably. Uh, like Bongo Comics. Did you know Bongo Comics? No. What the hell's What the hell's on Bongo Comics? That's Matt Groening's uh, label that oh. exclusively does Futurama and Simpsons comics. Oh, so what are they? What are they giving out? Uh, the Bongo Comics free for all. Get in line and for the foremost free comic book day four color giveaway of the year. When Bart injures his back and has to use a rolling backpack, he turns weakness into strength as the leader of the backpack pack. Sounds exciting. <laughs> Yay! Who does Rick and Morty? Um, no, it's Oni Press. Mm. Rick and Morty has a free comic book day comic. Um, I hate Fairyland uh, has a free comic. That's an image book. Uh, check that out. That's a rad book. Um, there's also a Ninja Turtles book from IDW, a Guardians of the Galaxy book from Marvel. Uh, it's comics Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's weird. Uh, but it looks like it's based on the movie. Find version. out why it's weird in Will's video that he posted today. Yes. So yeah. Uh, I can't get the link to post in the chat for some stupid reason. Oh, I got it. All right. I think I got it. Are you, uh, are you logged in as the Wolf? Dog? I'm logged in as myself. That might uh, be why. I might not have made you a moderator yet. Oh, I'm a moderator. No, I'm getting, a, I'm, I'm getting an error too. That's weird. That's real weird. That is, that is real weird. Doesn't want to do it. Well, it's freecomicbookday.com slash catalog. That's it. Yes. So freecomicbookday.com. Go there and, and look at... Or just go to your local store and get every comic that they have there for free. Yes. Uh, I should mention that some comic book stores do limit you the amount of free comics you can get. Because they... It's... They have to actually 
buy the comics and then give them out. And they're not allowed to return the, like any unsold merchandise. Really? Yeah. That's the, messed up. The comic publishing industry is very messed up. That is really It's controlled up. by one company, Diamond. And the way it works, not to go too off the rails here, no, but the, go, the way, the way it the works rails. is, so every comic publisher, every single one goes through Diamond. Diamond then sells us comics to the comic shop. So a comic shop will buy, let's say, 10 issues of uh, Batman for X amount of dollars. Then they need to sell those 10 issues in their store for whatever the cover price is. Any issue they don't sell, they can't return. That's so messed up. Yeah. And, and in fact... It's messed up because it, it, it's particularly messed up for free comic book day. Yeah. Because it's the publishers who are doing this, making a big deal about getting people into comics. Right. And like you just said, support your mom and pop shops. Meanwhile, yeah. getting the free comics isn't supporting mom and pop shops at all. It's buying the other things while you're there. I just hit the mic. Um, Polygon has a really good comic book uh, YouTube show called Issue at Hand. And they do an episode on this whole problem. I had no idea they had that. Yeah. It's actually the better version of my show. <laughs> um and basically what she talks about in it is the only way to affect the sales of a comic is to go to your local comic book shop three months in advance, tell them you want them to order that book, and then, you know, get it when it comes out. That's the only way to affect sales of a comic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It. Yeah. I went to a comic shop the other day. Yes. Uh, I didn't buy anything because I'm an asshole, <laughs> but I was specifically looking for um, the Alien book that came out last week. Alien, Planets... Oh, Dead Orbit. Dead Orbit. Yes, by James Stokio. I always... Stok- St- I think it's Stoko. Stoko, yes. Who is an amazing artist. Yes. He does everything. He yes. does the, the art, the writing, everything. Yes, he did Godzilla Half-Century War, which is fantastic. Which got a piece over yeah, there from it. Yeah, yeah. Got some more. Oh, it hangs in all my videos. Yeah. Uh, I want a piece from Alien. Yeah. Because he got that gig because like 10 years ago he did some art for Alien just off of oh, him. Yeah. So, and it looks badass. Yeah. So I want that. He is in a, he's a fantastic inker. I think first you should watch Alien. That's true. <laughs> I haven't even seen Alien. And I just want that because I like the art. Yeah. Um, that was one of my most anticipated comics of the year from my video earlier this year. You should check that out. Oh. Here you go. Plugs. Tevia says, wow, Diamond is messed up. It is. Um, if you can find that episode of Issue in Hands, uh, I definitely recommend checking that out because it's very eye-opening. Thunder Goku says, any of you guys have any advice on making comics? This is more of a hobby, not get famous or anything. So, yes, um, pick one job and do that one job. Yeah. And if you, and if, like, if you can't draw, don't try. <laughs> uh, unless that's what you want to do. Yeah. If you want to write, write it and then pay an artist and pay them. Right. Because if you get somebody to do it for free, they're probably not going to be as interested in doing it. So pay them money. Yes, to do absolutely. It. You can go on DeviantArt. You can get people for super cheap. Yeah. Also, don't be afraid to look at um, books like how to how to write comics the DC way, how to uh, write comics the Marvel way, because they're they're very different ways of writing comics. Um, also, if you want to draw how to draw comics the Marvel way is good. Yeah. Even if you don't want to draw comics, it's good for just drawing at yeah. all. DC actually has books like on how to do like they have a book for writing, drawing, inking, lettering, 
So the ones I have is how to draw comics the Marvel way. Mm-hmm. I have the DC one on how to digitally draw comics and lettering. It's the same book. Yeah. And then I have one on coloring. I have DC's how to write, and I think I have Marvel's how to write, too. I didn't even know Marvel had a how to write. Yeah. Marvel, I mean, uh, Stan Lee wrote the how to draw comics the Marvel <laughs> way, and he cannot draw, yeah. but, but he did it with uh, Sal John Bushima. John Bushima. John Bushima, yeah. Because yeah. I know, like, the way Marvel, at least the way Stan Lee used to write, was he would do an outline give it to the artist. The artist would do everything and then Stanley would come back and write the dialogue. Right. Whereas DC was full script. Right. So that's two very, you know, different philosophies on how to write. You know, I'm working on a video right now on how concept art works and that's a lot like how video games are made. Yeah. They go to the art, the, they go to the concept artist and they go, we want to make a game where it's a girl, she's fighting zombies mm-hmm. and they give it to the concept artist and they do everything and then the writers take the concept art and try right. to make sense yeah. of it. That was a little bit off the rails, but mm-hmm. if you want to make comics, you could do the whole thing yourself if you can draw. If you have the time, too. Yeah, if you have the time. Yeah. But uh, if you want to draw, if you want to learn how to draw, how to draw comics the Marvel way, draw from life. You have to actually yeah. draw figures and learn how to do the human form and stuff. Don't try to be, even if you want to be cartoony, you have to know how to draw. Also, and was the last thing, uh, I would highly recommend hunting down and reading the book Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud because it will make you think about comics as more than just pictures on a page. You'll actually get into the philosophies and the theories behind why certain things are the way they are. Oh, I want to read this comment. Jason, it's hard to unsee your brother saying calling someone in social justice war isn't an insult y'all should stick to video games instead of virtue signaling when did that happen I, yeah when did i mean that was like a couple of weeks ago is it from your video from one of my videos calling yeah. someone a social justice warrior is well some people call themselves social justice warriors, right so why would they insult themselves some i because I, I think some people in my in the video i had said that a lot of people use that term insultingly Okay. Like, so if somebody were to say something like, "Oh, you know, don't be mean to black people," and then someone in the comments, "You SJW piece there of are, crap." There are plenty of social justice warriors. Yeah, but some people call themselves social justice warriors, and they're proud of it. So let yeah. them be proud of it. Who cares? Whatever. It's like calling someone a Democrat as an insult. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway, so we're done with comics. Now. Yes, comic for we, now. We got the comic stuff. Okay. I got other comic stories, but let's move on to whatever the hell you want to talk about. I mean, there's just some Nintendo stuff. Let's As let's always. do this. Uh, let's do this bit right here about uh, Nintendo wants the Switch to sell as much as the Wii. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't blame them. Also, I a long time ago I predicted that the Switch would sell just as much as the Wii. I just want to let everybody know that I'm, I've been right. Come on now. Well, also, so my far, stocks are doing very well. well that's good. <laughs> Not the Nintendo one, the Ubisoft one. Yeah. It's actually doing well. But anyway, I'm trying to pull it up right now on the thing. It's from our this article is from our good friends, uh, the enthusiasts, the Nintendo enthusiasts. I think. Actually, enthusiast.gg, I think this is a different company. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to scroll all the way down to just Kimishima's statement. This Mm -hmm. is Nintendo's president, Tatsumi Kimishima. He says, 
We set the fiscal year 10 million shipment forecast for Nintendo Switch based on the fact that we were able to ship 2.74 million units during the last fiscal year, which was all above our initial forecast of 2 million units. Combined with the response, our sales offices around the world have reported from retailers and consumers about the software we will be releasing during this period. That was all one sentence. <laughs> um fiscal year me that ended in at the end of march right so in march because the the system only came out in march 3rd so in march they sold 2.74 million right units, which is crazy mm -hmm. and they sold more zeldas that <laughs> doesn't make any sense it's probably people buying it in anticipation for the switch that they're going to get right it's that's also that's not including wii u versions right for some reason they think that they sold just as many zeldas for they sold more games than systems i don't know i think there's a major miscalculation because probably before that they said they sold they said 90 percent of people bought Zelda, right which makes a lot more sense yeah <clears throat> anyway mario kart 8 deluxe was released today and all the well i guess this is a while ago and although we did not cover it when creating our sales plans it yeah it has gotten especially positive reviews Feedback from consumers at our ARMS and Splatoon 2 preview event has been positive as well. ARMS is not going to do as good as Mario Kart 8. Uh, oh, yeah. You keep talking. <laughs> you keep talking. Yes, JW bastard. <laughs> you you freaking Democrat. <laughs> we have also gotten good feedback about 1-2 Switch, which has already been released and offers consumers a new gaming experience that takes advantage of the unique strengths of the Nintendo Switch. All to, all this together gives me the sense that Nintendo Switch is going to outperform our initial expectations. They, all right, calm down with one-two switch. <laughs> For us, being able to reach an installed base of more than 10 million units is fundamental to creating a strong business in a number of different ways. Shipping 10 million hardware units this fiscal year as planned, Jesus Christ, <laughs> will give publishers and the rest of our business partners a sense that the future of Nintendo Switch is more promising. This is another part of the reason why we are planning to ship 10 million units this fiscal year. All right, we get it. <laughs> the truth is we want to raise the installed base of Nintendo Switch up to the same level as we. As we mentioned during our presentation, Nintendo Switch in America had the fastest start of any Nintendo hardware, despite launching in March, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Could you look up when the Wii launched? Uh, I think it was November. but In the video game business, it's important for consumers to feel that a sales momentum is going to grow, and we are set... And we are setting a standard with Nintendo Switch to release a continuous string of major software titles from now on. And if our sales go according to our plan this fiscal year, we will be able to see Nintendo Switch gaining the momentum in which it can approach relative parity with Wii afterwards. Plus, considering that Nintendo Switch is a home console video game system that you can take with you on the go so you can play anytime, anywhere, with anyone, we think there will be households that feel as though one is not really enough. This is another point that drives us to match the scale of Wii's popularity with the Nintendo Switch. That is very interesting. I yeah. had not thought of that. Well, it all makes sense. You have I mean, kids. Yeah. Like, like a Game Boy. Yeah, like you a get DS. One for you know, each everyone... you want to shut them both up. Exactly. Uh, the Wii, the original Wii, launched November 19th, 2006. So that's holidays. Yes. That's very interesting that, yeah. that the Switch did better than the Wii at launch 
even though the Wii launched during the during holidays. the peak season. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, no, currently the Switch is on track to do very good, uh, definitely better than the Wii U. Uh, how much did the how many the Wii U actually sold very well when it first came out. when it first came out? Yeah. But I mean, thirteen million units after the first overall. week, it was like yeah, it was like done. The Wii sold a hundred and one point sixty three million units as of worldwide as of march 31st last year yeah that is insane yeah it is the fourth best-selling console of all time i believe it's up there yeah i think that's including uh handhelds yeah i think it's the second home console the first is the ps2 yes i believe which is insane mm-hmm. but i think the switch has that potential because it's a cheaper ipad <laughs> it is a cheaper ipad um like like they said, multiple people multiple people in the same household will want one. So like two kids, uh, you know things like that. Um, yeah, I and plus the the whole novelty factor is still high. People are really excited at the fact that they can play a game on their TV and then just like that, you know, pick it up and take it with them. The big disadvantage is the library. Currently, yes, they launched it in March to get all the early adopters out of the way. Right. And they're building that library slowly, yeah. which is understandable because this isn't like a system. This isn't like a PS4 or an Xbox One where they have a ton of third parties. Yeah, The best stuff on Nintendo platforms is made by Nintendo. Right. So it's one. I mean, it's a it's a tree of developers. Right. But it's one. It's one company that is making the best stuff for this. But system. that said, you know, they do have other, you know, they do have third party sign up. They have EA for FIFA. They have Payday 2 coming. Uh, they have Skyrim coming. And a lot of other, you know, a lot of word on the Internet is people are playing games on Xbox One and PS4 like Horizon and you know, things like that. And the fact that they can't take it with them. You know, is really bothering them. So it's bothering me. If yeah, if the, I want to take these games with me, if the Switch you know hits and it does and it does really well, even like moderately well, you you will start to see third parties put more games on there because you know people are going to want to take it with them on the go. What's that game? Eighty eight Heroes or something? Yeah, eighty eighty eight something. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look that up real quick. I think it's eighty eight Heroes. Uh, that's some indie game. Yeah, I think I think I'm right. yeah. yeah, 88 Heroes. It's some indie game that looks awesome, but I'm not buying it because for the <laughs> PS4. For the record, I play my Switch and the PS4 in the same spot. All I have to do is unplug the HDMI cable, plug it into the uh, mm-hmm. into my PS4. Should get a Switch or something. Uh, well, I have it, it's the capture card. I, okay. I run them through the capture yeah, card, yeah. so I don't have, even have to reach behind right, it. Right. Go, boop. Uh, but I just don't want it. I just want it on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. <sighs> Because you know the PS4 had crossplay with the Vita, and but it didn't work for every game. Um, saves sometimes didn't transfer for every game, you know. So that was like an imperfect way to do it. The Switch, there is no problem. It's all one device, right? So, exactly. You know, this is this is the dream realized here. Now, what doesn't make much sense is the 2DS XL, which I had a video yes. on that explained a yes. lot of this stuff. Um, so they want to sell 10 million Switch units, mm-hmm. and they want to get more than one per household, which, to be honest, you're probably going to get one. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm waiting, because right now I still feel like it's in beta. Right. So I'm just going to wait till it's out of beta. Right. Um, so they want to do more than one per household, mm-hmm. but now they have, they're, they're 
pushing another console, another platform mm-hmm. that is half the price. Right. And I, that's something that I could see more families getting more than one of. Right. Uh, it's so weird. I mean, I understand kind of why because they did that with the Wii. They released the, the Wii Mini after the Wii U came out. Uh, Microsoft did something. They released the Xbox One, the Xbox 360e after Xbox One was out. Uh, Sony released the third, the super slim PS3 after PS4 came out. So they do that in just in order to find new life for their old system. Maybe right. like there are some people who never got one. You know, maybe you now people want to go back, or maybe you know their original version broke and they need to get a new one. Um, if this was last year, I would have bought a two D, the new two DS. It's awesome. In a heartbeat. It's awesome. Because like, it's pretty much what I was looking for. Yeah. But this is not 2016. <laughs> the, to your point that they have... That that, that other, every system pretty much comes out with a cheaper version yeah. when the new system comes out. Um, there's They do that so that you can buy the backlog of games very cheaply. Mm-hmm. The 3DS has so many games coming out this year. Yeah. Like 25 games I counted. Mm-hmm. Coming out this year, yeah, yeah. or soon. yeah, no, it's it's still surprisingly has some life in it. Yeah, ridiculous. you know what? It, so that's the the. It's weird that it is still alive and well. I think it's that's because weird. like the 3ds still has like a very big market. It's it was still a very successful system with a lot of uh, a lot of owners. So they still want to keep that library alive just long enough to placate the people who are dedicated 3ds fans, and then slowly get them acclimated to the Switch over right. time. And that's another thing, like, it's not uh, necessarily a bad thing if people buy, like, if, if a parent buys their two kids 3DSs mm-hmm. instead of Switches because Nintendo is still making that money. Right. Also, too, I feel like it's going for different markets completely because, yeah, the to the 2DS XL, that was definitely more for a younger crowd because the 2DS was definitely for a more younger crowd. Yes. Um, and the Switch, as judged by all the commercials with the hip young millennials, you know, it's going for people more our age or a little bit, you know, just a little bit younger. So I said a lot of this in my video, mm-hmm. but, yeah, the Switch's age demographic is 25 to 35, yeah. I think. That's the main age demographic, mm-hmm. which we fit right into. Uh I, I want to know what the demographic is for the 3DS. I'd imagine it's slightly younger than us. I'm trying to see if they, if there's any sort of uh, statistic on that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, 15 to 30. It's a lot of, I'm seeing in Google right now, a lot of yeah. people trying to take their own polls and you can't do that <laughs> yeah you're not gonna get kids in that in those polls nope video game demographics nintendo 3ds nope all right well i don't know uh yeah i i'd imagine that they're going for a younger audience with yeah the 3DS. but now i don't know if it i mean i don't know what it was before you know yeah like i know that kids bought it but i i assumed that I didn't know that the I, it surprised me that the Switch is twenty five to thirty five. That surprised me. Right. So maybe the three DS would surprise. I me. mean, like I said, one hundred fifty bucks because I was looking to buy a three D new three DS XL. Um, I almost I almost bought a two DS, but you know it had the older processor. I didn't like the form factor of it. This seemed like everything I wanted because it has a full virtual console that has. And nobody cares about three D. 
Yeah, you know, it has the full virtual console. It has like a really good games library, but there's a Switch. There's the promise of a virtual console and all these other things that are yet to come. So I've waited this long. I can wait a little bit more. So what are you thinking about Nintendo hitting uh, 10 million units this year? Fiscal year, fiscal year. I definitely think it's possible if they keep, you know, stock up. If they keep release, you know, they have to keep replenishing stock every week. Pretty much. Well, you heard about uh, what was it like a couple days ago? They said that they were air dropping pretty much. Yeah, they, they're now shipping switches on. Which planes. is apparently a thing. Like people made a big deal about that, but Sony did the same thing. Yeah, with the PlayStation. 4. Yeah, because I think traditionally they go by boat because you can hold more in boat, but plane is faster. Also, plane. I heard that it's upwards of forty five dollars per unit to play wow. on a plane. Yeah. Wow. So. They're losing money by putting yeah. it on planes. That's how desperately they were trying to stock, you know? Yeah. And that's not something Nintendo would normally do. Yeah, just ask anybody who's still looking for an NES Classic. <laughs> that's another thing. NES Classic sold 2.3 million units. Surprisingly. And that's the end. Yeah. 2.3 million, and they're all gone. Every single one of them I, is accounted for. It's, I still disagree with that <laughs> completely. It's it's still ridiculously stupid that they ended production on that. There's something that's still red hot. You can the NES Classic and the Switch can live side by side. Yes, they are two. They are two completely different demographics. But mm. I am stoked to see what the Switch's virtual console is going to be like. It better be awesome. I. That's another thing. You get you got it on the TV. You got it on the go. I would be willing to accept if Nintendo did this. If they put out an NES Classic bundle on the switch you get all the same games that are on the nes classic you could download them in one package on the switch for the same price 60 bucks that's acceptable to me that would be nice that would be very nice yeah i don't think they're gonna do that probably not well the people who are making the switch's virtual console are the same people who made the nes classics virtual console. oh are they yep uh i don't know if it's specifically the gamecube stuff but i think it's the whole virtual console okay it's the same people. Because I know the NES Classic has better emulation than the Wii U had. Okay. So hopefully, you know, it is the same people working on the whole of I don't know console. who did the Wii U. I don't it's know. It's Nintendo European development. Okay. So it's their European yeah, yeah. sect. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Entertainment European development? I, I, I don't know the, the acronym. Uh-huh. But it, it's the European yeah. section. What do you guys think about all this Nintendo stuff we just said? Mid-game says 101 million units. That's unreal because that is pretty unreal. I mean, it's going to take a long time. No, no questions asked, but, you know, if it's possible. It's, it's As long as they can keep this good wave going. You know, everybody's riding high on the Switch. Magic Man says, yo, I heard you could turn motion controls off for arms. That would be, like, what's the point? At that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just reading your comments here. Yeah. Elliot S. I would understand buying multiple systems for multiple kids for something like a 2DS or 3DS, but the Switch profiles system makes having one Switch per family more sensible. That is true. The 3DS was a pain in the ass to have more than one. Right. Counterpoint counterpoint to that though. Um the thing is, like you get one Switch fan that has the multiple profiles. Let's say someone, some one of those profiles gets their own switch. 
things can't carry over then. Like, I'm hesitant to save things onto your Switch in my profile because if I ever get one, I can never get that data back. So I heard that... Well, I don't know about your save. Your save would be screwed if you yeah. if you use my Switch. But I heard that if you buy things, you can transfer it once. Yeah. To another system. Yeah. And then it's stuck on that new system. I'm hoping that this is all part of, like, the beta phase, as I'm calling it, where, like... They're, they'll roll out, like, you can transfer saves or you can even transfer games and things like that. Yeah, they, they that's something they desperately mm-hmm. need. YouTube.com slash Wolfdown. Look up uh, nine things the Switch desperately needs. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. We talk about, a lot about the Switch on this channel. Yes, we do. But yeah, it is very easy to, to uh, switch between multiple uh, whatchamacallits. Yeah. But, but then again, it still doesn't stop you from wanting to shut both of your kids up on trips. Yeah. Uh, Ace Marijuana says that, actually, my little brother is getting a 3DS for his birthday, and I can't blame him. It's great. Does that mean you have one? I'm assuming it does. AJ says, if Nintendo can keep this software release momentum up, I can see them shipping upwards of 15 million units a year for at least the next five years. I don't know about, I mean, I don't know about this year, 15 million. Yeah. I think 10 million is a stretch for the first year, but I think they could do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the thing is, though, the Switch, because it's technically still older technology, because it's still like Wii U technology. So at some point, they're going to refresh it with like a more powerful system. I wonder what the life cycle of the Switch will be. Because most consoles last like five six years yeah it's getting shorter and shorter yeah now. i don't i don't think this is gonna last anywhere close to that well it's the old tegra chip the the gpu or processor it's all yeah. one thing oh uh, yeah it's the old chip i think they will just make a slim version i, I think it's gonna have a long life cycle yeah but it, they're just gonna release a slim version just similar to the 2ds i feel know? like they'll do like a a new switch where like it will be more powerful like a little bit more powerful and then they'll just know. keep doing that for a while i think the next system nintendo does is definitely still going to be a hybrid yeah definitely but i think that the switch platform will be around for a while because they don't care about how powerful it is yeah they just they'll ramp up the battery life yeah you know that's that's pretty much it christopher says demographic for 3ds is millennials who still like the 3d yes they exist and a small amount of young kids who like the 3D. I need a source for that because I don't believe <laughs> you for a second. <laughs> Once you say millennials. Yeah. Uh, Calypso, who I also played Bomberman with, who also kicked my ass. The screen on the 3DS sucks. Yes, it does. A lot of it is the resolution is so bad. Yeah. On the 3DS. Uh, all right, well... So we have have we talked about Link's butt yet, Erica? Erica says, "No, we haven't, but we will now." Segway. Uh, let me get that up here. So, new Zelda DLC, mm-hmm. which I honestly seen a lot about, have no idea what's in it. Let's <laughs> take a look. Uh, and I looked up some articles, and they were terrible. So really? we're going to Zelda.com. There you go, your one-stop shop for all your Zelda needs. 
Whether you have completed the Breath of the Wild or are playing for the first time, the Expansion Pass adds fresh content to your adventure. The first DLC pack of the Expansion Pass will be available this summer, which I don't have because I'm nowhere near beating the game. <laughs> Here's a peek at what will be included. Trial of the Sword, which is what Ooh. everybody's talking about. When you get to a certain sacred location, you can take on the new Trial of the Sword challenge. Face an onslaught of enemies, one wave after another. Link starts the challenge without any equipment or weapons. And he's naked. There he is. Yeah. His little butt. When all the enemies in a room are defeated, Link proceeds to the next. So it's like a it's like a wave kind of right. horde mode almost, but you go through different sections. I don't know. Clear all the trials, about 45 rooms, goddamn. <laughs> and the power of the Master Sword will be awakened, and it will always be in its glowing, powered-up state while use- usable. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but you get to charge up the Master Sword, yes. and it like almost like a projectile. Uh, it will always have that. That's right. I wonder if as, that as also... As, I, as far as I could tell. I wonder if that also means uh that that affects the durability of the master sword because it's, it still baffles me that the master sword is breakable in that no game. it's not breakable it's breakable it's it, it has a cooldown it's that's pretty much just their way of saying oh we programmed every single weapon to be breakable including the master sword well, let's call it a cooldown because the Hylian shield, Hyrulean shield, whatever the hell it's called, that is actually breakable. Yes. Which is so much worse because yeah, then that's you act- lose it. That is much worse. You can buy it again. Yeah, you can buy it again. But, like, imagine if the, if the Master Sword, you can lose it. Yeah. You know? Like, that would be terrible. That so, would, yeah. I think having a cooldown is is a cute little, little game mechanic to fix that. It's like when... Uh, you know, bad game developers make a game and they're and it's hard to program friendly AI and you know, enemy AI, so they just make you, you know, get attacked from both sides. Right. You know, that's I, what it is. I think AJ needs to correct me because I think that the glowing state actually means that it doesn't um it doesn't need the cooldown. Oh no. I think it gets rid of that. So I think that's the main reason of of the glowing yeah. state. So AJ needs to correct me in the chat of that. I'm not sure don't take me with a grain of salt when I say that it's always going to have the projectile because that doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Hero's Path Mode. Oh, this is interesting. This new map feature shows the path Link has walked through Hyrule for the last 200 hours of gameplay. Wow. Use the time tracker bar to see where you've spent most of the time and blah, blah, blah. So on the map, it'll have like a your footsteps in green where you've yeah. actually been. So. 200 hours the whole thing's gonna pretty much be freaking green hard mode in case you haven't had enough zelda <laughs> in hard mode enemies gradually regain health so take them out as quickly as possible all enemies are also powered up by one level jesus for example red god i i've never said this out loud <laughs> bako bakoblins Red Bacoblins in normal mode are now blue Bacoblins. I didn't know blues were worse. Enemies can also have higher maximum levels than they would in normal mode. Look up and you may also find enemies and treasure chests in the sky. Interesting. Travel Medallion. 
Somewhere in the world, there is a chest with a travel medallion inside. When you use this, you can register your current location as a fast travel point on the map. Oh, yeah, I, that's, I've never heard of that. That's really good because that's a big game. We can also only you can also only register one location using the travel medallion. I guess at a time because mm-hmm. that'd be ridiculous. You can get Majora's mask. You can get Minda's helmet. That's pretty cool. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but these are all just cosmetic, right? All these little, all these outfits. Majora's I mask think, and Minda's helmet. I think the the Karako, the the seed yeah. one. I think that lets you find the seeds. Okay. Uh, somebody else needs to correct me on that too. <laughs> the Phantom armor is badass as all hell. Yeah. The Tingle outfit is the one with Link's butt. Not badass at all. He looks really, <laughs> really interesting. More armor. There are eight treasure chests placed around Hyrule containing armor themed after previous The Legend of Zelda titles. Watch for tips as to the whereabouts of these chests as you travel around Hyrule. I mean, the phantom armor looks like it's not just cosmetic, but it might just be cosmetic. Cor- God, I can't pronounce anything. Korok Mask. The Korok Mask is also hidden in a treasure chest somewhere in the world. While wearing this mask, it shakes whenever Link is near hidden Korok location. There are 900 Koroks hiding in Hyrule. So this should help you discover quite a few of them. The completionist was very upset when he heard about this because <laughs> he just found all of them oh boy. on his own. Unless he gave up. I had never actually yeah, watched Yeah, I, I didn't watch that video yet, but I imagine like he, he's a broken man after that. I mean, he, he got the game early and yeah. just released the video last week. <laughs> So he spent a lot of time. I, yeah. I think he I think he gave up on the Karak uh, seeds. DLC Pack 1 is just a taste of the content included in the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild expansion pass. For more information about this feature, the additional features, price, and uh, blah, blah, blah. I kind of want the Phantom Armor. Doesn't so I might have rad. to spend money on this. <laughs> but I think, those, I think you're right. I think those are all cosmetic except for the Karak mask because mm-hmm. that's in a different section. Right. So has AJ corrected me yet in the chat? It looks like he has. The glowing is full health plus laser beam thing. Currently, anyway. So, okay. So I'd assume that it's always going to have, it's always going to be charged up. So it's always going to have the laser beam. And I'm pretty sure it won't have to break. Okay. Or it won't have the cool. Yeah. They may signify, that may signify invincibility moving forward. AJ says yes. Uh, I uh, Brian Altano calls them Bobo Kleins. Okay. He also says the the Korok mass helps you find seeds. Christopher says they may or may not be just cosmetic, which is interesting. Interesting. Because that I, would... I mean the Tingle outfit probably is. Yeah. But the the Phantom armor. Hopefully it's not. Right. That looks badass. So then does that mean you get uh, Minda's powers and the Majora's Mask powers if you wear those? I I can't imagine. that Because that means you have to program like so much more yeah, into the yeah. game. Which, I mean, they seem to be programming yeah. a lot already. I don't know. And this is on top of, because Holiday this year, DLC Pack 2, um, adds a new dungeon, and a, a new original story, and even more challenges according to the official website. Daniel M says it shoots the beam while uncharged, but you have to be full health. So maybe the, the, this is okay. Here's what I'm thinking. The shooting the beam has nothing to do with anything. Right. 
the fully charged state just means that it will it will never have the brake cooldown. Okay, that's what I that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's shooting the beam. That's similar to how it worked in the original Legend of Cause, Zelda. Because otherwise, you would just be shooting the beam yeah. every time you hit the button. In the original Legend of Zelda, if you had full health, you can shoot your sword beam, and then you know you swipe again, but then you can shoot it again as long as you had full health. Right. Yeah. Well, you you shoot the beam, but then if you keep hitting the button, you're just swiping yeah. away, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then you know once the beam. Once the beam is out and you the cooldown period is over, you can. Oh shoot no, again. you charge it, don't you? You have to hold down the button. No, I'm pretty sure you just keep hitting it. I thought you held down the button and when you let go, it shoots the beam and then you can swipe. Oh, I haven't played the original. Like a like, Mega Man, like I haven't Mega played Mushroom. the original in like so long. I don't know. So this shows how much we know about Zelda. Yeah, we know nothing about Zelda. <laughs> Christopher also says, if Metal Sword didn't have a cooldown, you would never use any of the other weapons again. And Nintendo wasn't about to let people ignore all of their work on other weapons. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the other weapons suck. I mean, that's all I'm using right now is the other weapons. But yeah. they're all pretty much garbage. I just go through all the weapons because they always freaking break. Um, I think that's all I got here. Modern Warfare 1 was leaked as a... Uh, in, in a standalone title from Gamefly. Really? So there might be a Modern Warfare 1 separate nice. from uh, Infinite Warfare, the remaster. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. There was also something else, and I totally um, forgot. I have the Eisner Award nominations oh. released. The Eisner Awards, for those of you who don't know, are pretty much the Oscars for comics. Um, the problem with the Eisners is that, well, it's not really a problem. But they always nominate more independent publisher books. Um, for example, the most nominated publisher is where is it? Uh, Fantagraphics with twenty nominations. Marvel has that? Marvel has nine and DC has eight. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean that's just that's just where, which makes sense. I mean, like superhero stuff, like how much more can you iterate on it? But that's not to say that like superhero books haven't been nominated. Um, let me just see. For example, okay, best continuing series. You have Astro City, uh, Killer Be Killed, The Mighty Thor, Paper Girls, and Saga. That's a very strong lineup right there. Um, best limited series. Uh, the Han Solo miniseries got nominated. Wow. Um, also The Vision by, uh, Tom King from Marvel, which is apparently like the greatest comic of all time. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Best new series, Deathstroke Rebirth by Christopher Priest. I've been telling people that like this is the best Deathstroke has ever been, and everybody's like doesn't believe me. I just don't think nobody cares about Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like they finally found because Deathstroke is a villain. DC has been trying to push him as a hero for years, but Christopher Priest came along and said, "All right, if I'm doing that, I have two things that I need to get done in this series. Um, in order, if you want me to do this this series, there needs to be two things. One, he can't be black." <laughs> that's not a Christopher Priest is black he's just tired of being labeled as the black writer mm. only writing black characters can't be black and he has to be an unrepenting asshole and that's what he did and well, th all right. this is why it has an Eisner award so has he been black in the comics no never no okay the thing like when they asked him hey Christopher Priest do you want to do Deathstroke the first thing he asked them was is he black <laughs> <laughs> because Christopher Priest is a great writer, 
but he's been pigeonholed in, to only writing black characters. I, like, I don't blame him. He had a great Black Panther run. Um, he did really good work on Luke Cage. Um, Quantum and Woody is his creation. Um, but he'd been pigeonholed. Like they've been like getting him to do black characters. That's, that's annoying. Yeah. So that you needed a break, and this was his break. Um. So yeah, and then like I said, you have a lot of like things you've probably never heard of before. Like um. Where is it? Best single issue one shot comic, uh, Baby Bell Wax Bodysuit, <laughs> um, Beasts of Burden, What the Cat Dragged In, uh, Blammo Number Nine, Criminal Tenth Anniversary Special Edition, which I have read and that's actually good. Um, so things like that. Uh, if you want, I would definitely look up 2017 Eisner Award nominations because the things that you may have heard of, what they're nominated for, are fairly interest. You might find fairly interesting. Um, and you might actually see something that uh, piques your interest, um, like best humor publication, uh, Hot Dog Taste Test. I now want to know <laughs> what that is. Uh, so, yeah. There's the Eisners. Uh, Marvel has joined Comixology's Unlimited. Oh. Which is a big deal. Mar- a big deal. Marvel and DC were like the holdouts. Comixology Unlimited is their, pretty much their Netflix. Five, uh, $6 a month gets you access to all these comics. Uh, you read them as much as you want. And Marvel has their own. Marvel has their own, yeah. It's not everything on Comixology Unlimited, but it's it's a sizable amount. They have recent stuff on there. The Star Wars stuff is on there, which Marvel usually treats as separate. Mm-hmm. But the Star Wars stuff is on there. Um, the first issues of the recent Iron Fist, uh, Miss America, and Electric Books are on there. So that's something I think worth checking out. Um, two unrelated to comic book stories I got. Well, before you do that, yes, everybody's asking us to talk about the uh, the Defenders trailer. Oh yes, and nobody's asking us to talk about the Dark Tower, but I feel like we should anyway. Oh yeah, I was I was debating whether or not to talk about Dark Tower. Uh, I mean, I all I have to say is it looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the Dark Tower is everybody I know who's read it says it's the greatest accomplishment of a human being of all time. The the writing of it. Yeah, it's it's like I think it's like an eight part book Stephen King wrote it over the span of like 30 years the entire series it's incredible it's all this and that. so is this gonna be one movie it's, or is this gonna be a million movies it, it, it's had a very rocky production because the original idea was it's gonna be three movies but in between each movie there would be an HBO miniseries explaining like all the other things and it would star the cast of the movie that didn't happen now it, I think it's just gonna be like a trilogy of movies to condense like seven books into three movies. It'll be three movies and then they'll add a fourth. Yeah. That's what it'll be. Yeah. Those, those, the last one. Exactly. Um, it looks good. I don't have time to read all the Dark Tower stuff because it's very dense and it's very weird. Apparently in the last book, they reference the car accident Stephen King got into. Like Stephen King is in the book talking <laughs> like, yeah, it's very bizarre. Um, Maybe good. I, I mean, it looked way bizarre at first, and then towards the end, I was like, "All right, this might yeah. actually be pretty cool." Um, I have a, I the only really Dark Tower thing I've read was the first Marvel miniseries, Gunslinger Born. I didn't really get much out of it because I don't don't really follow Dark Tower. I do like the line, you know, "You forgot in the face of your father." I think that's a badass line. I thought when he goes, uh, "Do you have guns in it where you're from?" and yeah. he goes. Oh, you're going to love it where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Um, and then the Defenders. 
that looks really cool. Um, I'm really behind on the Netflix shows though, so I need to catch up. It do- it does look awesome. It does. It looks better than it looks Iron- like the Avengers. Yeah. of the you know the Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> it looks better than Iron Fist, and I get the feeling that not even the other defenders like him very much. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm really interested to see who Sigourney Weaver's playing. She's the villain. Her name is Alexandra, but everybody thinks she's playing Mephisto. Oh. So that would be awesome if, like, all of a sudden Sigourney Weaver's like, oh, by the way, I'm Mephisto. What? (laughs) (laughs) What was the other thing you had? Uh, All right, two other things real quick. Uh, Leave your questions or comments in the chat. Or using the hashtag Wolfden Lemon. So there was this game that was on Kickstarter called Pray for the Gods. Pray spelled P-R-E-Y. So like, you know, Predator and Prey. So it's like, a, it's a pun. Okay. It's a, it's a Shadow of the Colossus type game where you're this girl who's like climbing these Colossus to take them down. Um, Bethesda has sent them a season desist for using the name Prey because they have a game called Prey coming out. What? Wait, what's the name of this game? Pray of the gods. Pray for the gods. Pray for the gods. Yes, it's a, it's a pun. See, instead of like pray for the gods, like pray, like hunting yeah, yeah, yeah. for the gods. P-R-E-Y. For the gods. Yeah. Okay. And Bethesda has a game coming out called Pray. P-R-E, right. just pray. And so they said, hey, don't call your game that. We're Bethesda. Why would you do that? <laughs> In response, um, what the hell is the name of this? No Matter Studios, the guys making Pray for the Gods, announced that they are changing the name of the game to Pray for the Gods, but they're spelling it P-R-A-E-Y. All right. That sounds like a <laughs> Kojima move. Yeah. They're, they're, to their credit, they are very open and honest about like what happened. Like They said, we could have fought this, and we think it would have been quite a while. Something like a trademark opposition can be long, and depending on how far someone wants to fight, it can be very expensive. We don't want to spend our precious Kickstarter funds, nor do we want to have additional funds to fight this in court. So pretty much they're saying, we have to do this in order to get the game out. We're not happy about it. It's Bethesda's fault. This they did the same thing to Mojang like years ago when um Notch was gonna release that card game Scrolls and they came in as like, no no no, we have a scrolls game. Yeah, that that was worse. Yeah. Because at least Prey, you can argue that the first word is Prey. Yeah. And people could that I could see it being more murky that the two can be confused. Uh, but even still when you type in Prey, it could autofill or something. Right, but even still, like you know, Prey is a big budget AAA game by a major studio. It's a sci-fi dystopia game. Pray for the Gods is a small little indie thing that's high fantasy. Right. You know, it's it's very. I doubt that people will get confused by the two. Scrolls that is dumb. That is dumb. That is that was super very much dumb. Because Scrolls is just a part of their title. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Prey is their whole title. Yeah. So. I mean, they're both dumb. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I should note, though, that the team is allowed to keep using their logo for Pray for the Gods, um, which depicts the your, the female protagonist actually praying as the letter E. So, like, her silhouette as her, of her praying makes the letter E. So, they're allowed to keep using that logo. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I thought was weird? Titan Souls? I was surprised they were allowed to keep their name. 
Oh, yeah. Because that was an indie game. But it was very clearly they used Souls to riff off of Dark Souls because yeah. the game was really hard. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, so, yeah, I was surprised they were allowed to keep that. Yeah. And lastly, real quick, uh, YouTubers say they can't make money covering Call of Duty yeah, World War II. This? What is this? Uh, all right. So, real quick, YouTube is apparently labeling games that talk about Call of Duty World War II as um, ad-unfriendly because they're talking about a controversial subject. That controversial subject being something you learned in history class. World War II is controversial? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, not anymore. Yeah. It was, but it's not anymore. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be because, like, apparently... I, I know Activision's like... Is this like, to save people who think that it didn't happen? Is that what that is? I hope not. Is this for the Holocaust deniers? Oh, we can't... Uh, we want to serve ads to the Holocaust deniers. Across YouTube, ads have stopped appearing on videos with vulgar language, disasters and tragedies, sexually suggestive content, or subjects related to war. Again, you learn about this in history class. This is this is not a current event. Call of Duty is such a big deal yeah. that they're going to fix this before the game comes out. Because I, that is insane. I thought that when I first read the headline, I thought because Activision has been known to like, you know, claim monetization on people let's playing Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was about that. But apparently it's just YouTube's stupid new ad policy. Yeah. So Which I'm still unclear if we're affected by. I, I, I don't know. We don't get ads taken off of our videos. Right. But... The amount that they're showing ads, I am still unclear if we're mm-hmm. affected by it or not. Uh, which is why you should use the Super Chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have shirts available. That shirt right there, I think, is accidentally still on our store, even though oh. it was supposed to be taken off. Oh, then, then go go buy it. Go buy yep. all of it. This is also in our T-Public store. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. That's all I got. So you've already left a bunch of questions or comments in the chat. Don't forget to use the hashtag WolfDenLive. Just like Fred did, because he's the only one who ever does it. <laughs> Have you guys watched any Gundam? I think you mean Gundam, or is there two different things? Uh, what do you think? Gundam, Gundam. I've seen like an episode, and it was a weird, really old anime. So I thought it was weird. I remember seeing ads for Gundam Wing on like Toonami when it first came to America, and I thought, "Oh man, this looks so cool! It looks so adult and mature and all that." And I watched an episode. I'm like, "What is going on?" I mean, I think it looks awesome. Yeah. I think the designs of all of the Gundams are gorgeous. Yeah, and the toys are awesome, but the actual show, it's it's a rough watch. One of these days, I'll. Give a Gundam a shot. Um, from last week's video, Great Fox! Wait, hold on, I want to read this. Connor also said last week, using the hashtag, Will, yeah, Pornhub's surprisingly good for watching blockbusters. Bob, I'm playing Shinobi! <laughs> <laughs> that was from last week's Will Nice. Great Fox asks, Call of Duty World at War also had vehicle tanks and in multiplayer. That's true. I remember hearing about and that. And Calypso Raz says Call of Duty 3 to 2. I remember Call of Duty 3 having uh, vehicles in single player, not in multiplayer. Uh, Fuzzy Owl, I really enjoy this channel, you guys. You deserve way more views. Thank you. Thank you very much. We Give always... us more views. Yeah, we always appreciate your views. Like we appreciate your views. <laughs> My MacBook's going to die. Oh, no. Uh, James Henderson, I, I'm happy the flying crap is done, but I want COD on my Switch or nothing. Yeah, there you go. Another example of another, a game that should... I can't believe people are still talking about that. I, people I want guarantee Call you, of Duty so much. If if the Switch is successful, Activision is going to put it on the Switch. 
I think they that can't not. The do next that. one. I think the next. Yeah, one the next one definitely one. be yeah, on absolutely. The Switch, but I don't think anybody's gonna buy it. I don't. Th- I think people don't because people want the same experience that they have on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Right. And there's zero percent chance that they're gonna get. That. I feel you like you can't use chat. Yeah, you can't use chat. Uh, you can't play multiplayer without a Wi-Fi signal. So, but that well, said, I mean, you can't do that, right? But that said, if you know, I guarantee you, like Activision is going to put it on the Switch. They're going to do like whatever they can to make it comparable. Um, It'll be just the like they did on the Wii and the Wii U. It's going to be a garbage version. May- yeah, maybe, but I mean, you're. I feel like you're underestimating the amount of people want to take their game with them. Yeah, well, yeah. but but you know, like people want to play with their friends, right? It, it's going to be a consensus of like all, there's these front groups right, well, are going to be like, what system are we going to get this game? Right. From? Well, I feel like you know you get because the Switch is easier to take with you on vacation than your PS4. Like that was an Xbox Live game, yes. Call of Duty. That was mm-hmm. an Xbox Live game. Mm-hmm. Nobody, pl- I mean, nobody I knew played it on PlayStation. Right. You know it, that everybody decided like we are playing this thing on Xbox. Yeah. Because the Xbox was marketed as such a big internet thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I the, the Switch is not a big internet thing. Yeah. There's no Switch internet communities except mm-hmm. right now there's freaking Mario Kart. Yeah. But, which was everybody's complaining about the internet on Mario Kart. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And people could just jump right into the game. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, Alright, I think that's it for last week. Yeah. Okay. So now we're we're caught up to date with you guys. Right? Yeah. Everybody's pissed off at Activision. And YouTube. i that's I feel like that's that's more YouTube's fault than Activision's. Comics Cave Studios and Tevia both said the same thing at the same time, and I'm convinced that they're the same person. <laughs> but they both said thoughts on the button. The button is awesome. The button is so good so far. I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, well, I know what the button is. The, but... Yes. Uh, the the button, for those of you who don't know, is the current um, crossover miniseries between Batman and The Flash, where they try to figure out... Why the comedian's button wound up in the Batcave. It's very good. <laughs> this uh, this week's issue was actually really sad and kind of tragic. But um, next week is the last issue, and I'm hoping it wraps everything up nicely. And we get to know more about the mystery of why the There's button is. There's only three issues? Only three issues out so far. You're going to have to give me those other two issues? They're digital. So you just um, log into my Comicsology account. All right. Well, I'll do it after. Yeah. Good. I like digital. <laughs> Comixology? Yeah. DC is linked up to Comixology? Or did you buy them from Comixology? I bought them from Comixology. Are you all digital now? I am like 90% digital. Hmm. Except for this weekend free comic book day. <laughs> uh, Tevia, any opinion on Secret Empire? I haven't read it yet. I have the first two issues. Um, everything I've seen so far just makes it look like Marvel. It's weird because they're doubling down on the whole Cap is evil Thing, but then they are like backtracking on the whole cap is evil thing because like one page he'll go do something super evil and then the next page he'll start to show signs of oh, i did something wrong oh that sounds a whole lot like uh superior spider-man <laughs> aj says bob what do you think will be game of the year and why is it arms <laughs> will why is your brother so dumb wrong owes me waffles and bad at arms I am not answering any of your questions. Um, 
I all I can say is I can now go for waffles. I I am I hate waffles right now because I saw uh, an image from from the Heinz Twitter account that was waffles on a stick <laughs> with ketchup next to it, and it was that that was disgusting. Except that they were corn dogs on the inside of the waffles. That is weird. Read that. Uh, I just got I say I my fiance and I just got a waffle maker as an engagement gift. Congratulations. So there you go. That's the best thing to happen so far. <laughs> Let me tell you something, kids. Get married. People send you waffle makers. <laughs> Just have your whole <laughs> wedding registry all oh, waffle, waffle makers. makers. Uh. Any opinion on all new Guardians of the Galaxy, says Lift to Rock? Um, it definitely looked... Marvel is more guilty than any of anyone of redoing their comics lineup to match the movies. They did this with Guardians the first time around. They're doing it again this time because now it, it has Baby Groot in it in all new Guardians. Um, hopefully, like it'll put Guardians back on track because they was doing like they weren't really together. Like the Thing was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy for some reason. Star Lord was doing his own thing. CM Punk was writing Drax, which still is weird to me. Um, Are you seeing Guardians this weekend? I'm going to try to. Yes. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Nice. Screw you. <laughs> uh, Darlo asks, are you going to do another Mario Kart stream? Maybe. I had a lot of fun last time. But uh, it depends. I'm, I've been very busy. So I don't know. I will tell you what, though. I am now a Twitch affiliate, which means you can donate to me on Twitch using go. cheers or bits. Uh, and I stream every Wednesday. After this, I draw the thumbnail. Go to twitch.tv slash Wolf, And I will be there right after this. It's the post show. If you will. Yeah. Uh, Call of Booty is asking about uh, where to start reading The Flash. Uh, anything written by Jeff Johns and Mark Wade, just buy it. If you haven't read Flashpoint, read Flashpoint. I liked Flashpoint. Ignore what he says. You didn't like Flashpoint? I did not like oh, Flashpoint. Yeah, I, this. I uh, love Flashpoint. The best great. Flash story I've ever read is from Jeff Johns and Francis Manipal. It's called The Dastardly Death of the Rogues. Um, I wouldn't recommend that first. Um, but definitely read that. Somebody in your comment section, I think, asked where this came from. Yeah. This is Francis Manipole. That, yeah, that's New 52 uh, Flash, which was okay in the beginning. You could see it better in his video. Yeah. And this is uh, Batman from uh, Dustin Wynn. Yes. And this is uh, Mercy by Bob Wolf. Yep. And this is Loki's Helmet by Sam Spratt, who just did the Logic album artwork. And I don't know who did that. <laughs> this guy would be about them. I think we're done here. Yes. Fred just uh, put my Twitch link in the chat. Thank you, Fred. I will be there in a few minutes. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, guys, you can catch us every Wednesday night at 9 right here on YouTube live. Um, if you miss it, don't worry. You can catch the rerun on Thursdays right here on the same channel. And if you're an audio listener, you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And make sure you rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Yes. Don't forget we have the backlog yes. every weekend. Except this weekend, you might get the backlog on Saturday. You might get a Guardians of the Galaxy talk about thing. Who knows? Mystery. So anyway, goodbye. We have a lot of videos. Go watch those. Oh, go to my Twitch. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye.